Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Fans in Motion podcast, the only podcast that I say you didn't know you needed. I say to Josh and Brent staring back at me, all this could be such a dream. So it seems I was never much good at goodbyes. Say hello, Josh. Yo, what's the uh, what's the reason for that lyric? Well, as Brent can probably attest to us, this is our uh, we're kissing uh, 2021 goodbye, Brent. Is that what you're calling it? I already made the artwork. It said 2021, the year in re- review. Sounds like we're more um, serious that way. Okay. It Plus might the, sound that way, but we're not. Yeah. The Kiss the kiss 2020 goodbye was um, it correlated with the Kiss concert from Dubai last year. Yeah. So we went and stole the title. Well, anyway, it's our end of the year. We're talking, uh, looking back on what a fantastic year it was. It's hard to believe another year has gone by. And we're still, uh, A, we're still talking to each other, and B, we're still doing this fantastic podcast about the greatest band that we all know and love that's that isn't named Kiss. So goodbye to 2021. I welcome 22, 2022. Yeah, my mind doesn't work that well. Yeah. I've been moving around too much. I don't know where I'm at right now. So uh, real quick, did everybody have a good Christmas? I've been sick for the last couple of weeks, so I got this... Uh... Nick Nolte voice, one of you guys said I sounded like. Sounds like Nick Nolte from 48 Hours era. There we go. <laughs> hey, Reggie. Oh, what? Nick, Nol- Nick Nolte went out for the uh, Harrison Ford role for Han Solo. So it would have been cool if he would have got that. Like, come on, Chewbacca. <laughs> Laugh it up, fuzzball. Laugh it up. Let's get on the Falcon. Yeah, I had a good Christmas. The kiddo had a good Christmas. Uh, you know, so. That's great, man. Brent, you? Christmas nice? I see something sitting behind you there. Do you want to talk about that or wait till later? Uh, I just got my Merry Christmas shirt from my lovely daughter, Madison. Nice. She surprised me with something. Nobody ever buys me anything kiss in my family. And it was a, it was a treat. That's why it's being shown off. It's I was funny gonna... when people say, like, I don't, I never know what to get Brent. I'm like. Well, what do you mean? What not to get Brent? <laughs> Anything really kiss related? Well, I don't know what you already have. Well, you, you ask, and I can give you a hundred different things that I'd like. Or call pick, me, or pick one. You know. Yeah. Or as they say in two sides of the coin, choose one. <laughs> Sorry. Any hoodles? Well, our last episode that we was released, we Jeff, uh, Josh, and I talked about Jeff Watson and his uh, Lone Ranger album. Um, Brent, you missed out on that. Uh, Josh, yeah. you have anything, any feedback, anything you want to talk about that, that we didn't uh, mention during that episode when we were both falling asleep almost during it? <laughs> um, so, you know, there was obviously feedback. Um, uh, some of the people on the West Coast, you know, John Davey and some others talked about um, seeing Jeff in concert during this time. Uh, Patty Soros had some photos that she had sent me earlier in the year that we posted on the page from the Jeff Watson solo era. So a little bit before this Lone Ranger album came out. Um, trying to find the one comment, uh, which I'm not, oh, it's on the uh, YouTube. So uh, give me a second here. The uh, So Paul Crossman said that this record was only available in Europe 
for months before we got it in the U.S. So, um, so you said he had to call the U.K. from a payphone in college. Yeah. To order it. Um, Man, that's dedication. That's why I was saying it. You know, it was you know it was a different world than it is today, where I can order something from Europe like seven, and it's here mm-hmm. within days. To where uh, you know there could be albums released and out for months before you'd actually know about it so yeah so and again like i said in the last episode even if you aren't into just instrumental stuff uh jeff's solo album is different it's really melodic really good um so you know give it a fair you know fair shake and give it a give it a listen and there's some great scatting on one of the songs by sammy hagar sammy hagar (laughs) skid That's more I like mean, I'm rock. paraphrasing that, Brent. I don't know if that's the exact wording, but... I'll take your word for it. Any chance I get to throw a little scat in there, I'll do it. Um, God, if anyone's even listening up to this point, <laughs> you got issues. Ah, that's good stuff. Oh. Uh, what else we got? Uh, so I guess we, we mentioned this episode is uh, the year in review 2022, so we got that. Um is there any new Night Ranger news, Josh? Anything that's happened or new since we last talked? Well, not much. There was um, the April, there's a show April 3rd in Clearwater, Florida. That was announced. I think tickets go on sale the first week in January. And on YouTube, the full footage of Night Ranger on American Bandstand, their second time on there from march of 84 yes. finally made an appearance i watched that was so cool man so before it was just the interviews but now the whole live clip or you know recorded clip is up there so yeah you, you get rocking america and rumors which was awesome mm-hmm. to see yeah, so. awesome to see live as i quote air quote that so you want to see a little bit of night ranger history there you go just night ranger american bandstand from 84 yeah um Anybody, uh, you, uh, we got any new stuff we want to talk about? Show off, Brent. I know you showed your shirt already. Yeah, Andy, we never asked you about your Christmas. My Christmas was fantastic. I mean, I can't complain. I spent the week before Christmas in San Diego, which is always a favorite place of mine to go. Got home, landed, packed a suitcase, and drove to Cincinnati to spend Christmas with my family. Got some stuff I meant to have something to show you guys, but uh, as Josh and Brent can attest, this. Me, me showing up here was hurried, so I don't have anything ready to show today. Yeah, we, so, uh, we and both, I leave again tomorrow morning for Knoxville. And we both got official Fans in Motion merchandise from uh, Mr. Brent Walter that I forgot to wear, and you left in Cincinnati. Yeah, <laughs> my, my merchandise is still sitting at a hotel. And Josh, uh, I got something from a guy named Josh Weaver, but I don't have it with me to show. So we'll have to wait till after the new. You two could be the Thompson twins in the next episode. I expect it. Hold I figured, me now. I figured um, Andy wouldn't mind having another fancy motion shirt, and I knew Josh was never going to buy one. So I ain't buying that shit. So he's got one now, and it came out pretty good. I um, chose the Midnight Madness themed yeah. design, and it was funny because after. Um, the shirts came i started playing around with that logo and i started creating one that says podcast madness like on the sh- like the shirt and i'm like i wish i'd have done that before i ordered i'm sorry yeah that's what mine's gonna say because now I-, I don't have that shirt and it looks really cool podcast of madness yeah so no just podcast madness yeah 
Yeah. Josh, you go first with your um with your with your showing stuff. New stuff. Let's see what we got. Anybody got anything to want to show off? Well, I bought this uh, Midnight Madness poster. It was a decent price, and I didn't know if I actually had it or not. I probably do somewhere. But uh, anyways, what I didn't know was it still came in the... Oh, wow. It was totally... I got to take this call. It's my kid. I'm sorry. Screw that kid. You got another one? (laughs) So... So Do you know, was that from like Spencer's or like Walmart, or do you have any idea where it was from i don't know just says california posters and then it's got you know the price there 350 nice but uh so you know i mean this to me is everybody opened the poster yeah put it on their wall and threw this away so i didn't even know this was included because when they when when they were advertising it they just had the poster rolled out i don't know 12 bucks something like that i'm like 12 bucks if i don't have it you know I'll get it. And then when it arrives, you know, it's got the whole little. So Night Ranger goes from being, you know, nobody to just a few years later, you could go in your local Kmart and order. Heck yeah. Up your Night Ranger. Post. That would have been Camelot music for me and Brent. So that was a nice little surprise. Um, Miss those days. Yeah. So I've been picking up cassettes just if they're unique and they're re- very reasonably priced. Um, so I found Night Ranger on Boardwalk. Yep, orange side. I've got that one. And it's got the flat black there. That looks in great shape, too. Very much so. I don't even know if it's ever been played. So, yep. And it's actually got a little bit of a you know, some of the credits and stuff there. So pick that up. And I picked this up because it was, again, maybe four bucks. And it was Canadian. But when I got it, so here's the Canadian version of Big Life. Mm -hmm. Different than the U.S. because it uses the uncluttered, you know. Yeah. Uh, cover there it's in the, the centered logo but when i got it and it does come with an mca case um oh. but when i got it this is what i realized and recognized totally different it's got the gate like the kind of like the gate fold back or whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it so the u.s version didn't have this this overlap and i'm sure if i got it out and you know it would show some differences but the U.S. version just stops here. Right. So something a little unique. Uh, black cassette tape, a little bit different than the States. So, you know, just for four bucks, I picked it up and just a little nerdish surprise. And if you're out there going, wow, that's kind of cool. Uh, you are my people. Uh, and... Last, but definitely not least, this is something I've been looking for for a while. Can you guys still hear me? I hit a button. Yep. Yeah. All right. So good. So um, I had an opportunity to pick this up years ago, and it sat there for a while, and I just didn't do it. I should have. And I was able to find it real reasonable again. Um, 
Oh, the Japanese little three inch. Good thing it's not broken. So this is a You see that little screen part at the bottom? That hole, yeah, that part. You're supposed to break that off and then it folds up. And it's great when they don't do that. So this is the only, I think, of official release. Well, they did release Don't Start Thinking I'm Alone Tonight on 45 in the States. Um, but this is the only official release in Japan of it. And it's the only one with like any particular artwork. The I Don't Start Thinking I'm Alone Tonight 45 was just a stock copy with an MCA cover. Yeah. So that's really cool, man. And is the Restless Kind the bon the second track or is there a bonus track on that? Sometimes they put extra it's, stuff on those. The, the B side is Kiss Me Where It Hurts. Okay. Yeah. So with those two singles, you get everybody but Jeff Watson. Um, a little copyright because Alan Fitzgerald and Kelly Kagi, Jack Blades, don't start thinking. Brad Gillis and Jack Blades, kiss me where it hurts. So, anyways, very, very rare, very unique um, from a cool time era. So, this is probably, probably one of the, probably the last commercial release of anything from the classic era. I mean, you had greatest hits in life in Japan, but sure, this would have probably been it. So there's the, uh, the new stuff for myself. Okay, well, this comes from a very, a guy that, you know, we sometimes we call friends, sometimes we call foe. I like to call him friend. Josh sent me these cool kiss socks. <laughs> He asked me if they fit, and I'm like, fit? They're already in the collection. What are you talking Actually, about? I own those, too. I bought those for myself. Did you? Yeah. So, yeah. See, so yeah, I still got the hanger on there. So, Josh, thank you. Supposed to be wearing them, man. Nope, nope. Because if, they start, stinking, if they start stinking, they'll really remind me of you, so I don't want to go there. Oh. My second new thing is something that all of us have, and most of us... um on on the page a lot of people jumped on this i have number 247 andy has like 246 yeah i'm right by you i don't know where mine but yeah i got one of these too yeah and it's they're very well done it looks like uh the cover looks like it could be a copy uh off the cd book it's a little blurry well, the cd book's blurry yeah so i know uh, so to me, uh, they did they did good with the cover because to me the CD book is blurry, and if they just enlarged that, this would be even more pixelated. Yeah. A good example is the damn Yankees uh, reissue that was the gatefold, and in the damn Yankees original record, remember had all those photos. Yeah. In there? Those were all just blown up and it looks horrible. Yeah, I was I called I called these guys and I was, I. I said, you guys know who I am. And I was like, I don't want no 240 something. So I got 22. Oh, there you go. Wow. The day of my birth. I was amazed that it came within five days. 
Mine came from Lisbon, Portugal. Well, we could talk about this for a little bit. Uh, so yeah. this is this is this is well done. Um, like I said, the you know there's not a lot to work with with the cover. They did a decent job on the back. Um, the hand number I could do without the hand numbered stuff. To me, I'd rather have it sealed with a cool yeah. hype, hype sticker. But okay, that's fine. Um, you do get an insert. So that's cool. And uh, you do get the custom label. So you can't go wrong with that. Yeah, I, I took um, some shrink wrap off one of my laser discs and put it over top of the album. Can you see the little, yeah, you know, right there, the little waves? I was going to ask if you if you shrink wrap, yours. No, I put it inside of a, a poly you know, bag. A seeable bag, but I went ahead and put shrink wrap just to give the extra layer of protection. And another, yeah. another one that I got. Test that yeah. One. yeah, how many did uh, you buy? A few. 85, which I thought was a good number. That's the probably the Ocho ultimate Cinco. ultimate was... year of Night Rangers, you know, height of popularity. That's the Ocho Seiko edition. And um other than that, I got some numbers that I'm not sure if they're twos or eights or whatever. Yeah. But um, but there's only 500 of those. I think a couple of the places were already sold out that were selling them. So get your copy today. Okay. Yeah, it's very cool. Um. Okay, Dave Nadelman, if you're watching or listening and you make your little year-end video, this is a moment to where you want to record Josh and Andy's face because they have not seen this. They don't know anything about this. It's so freaking rare <laughs> that I'm the only four, I'm the fourth person in the entire world that knows about this. And that would be... Ta-da! Look at Josh's face. Time. Look at Josh's face. Somewhere in California. This will be released in April. Look at him. Look at him smiling. And the gatefold is absolutely fucking amazing. Look at that. We have a um, liner notes is a story about about what the band was doing when they wrote these. It's an yeah. interview uh, with my good buddy. Um, which it was funny because I emailed him after I got this. Clay Marshall, he um, did the liner notes, and I didn't realize he was the one that did the interview. And um, so we had a, a nice going back and forth. But look at they took all the pictures from the CD book, and you know, and I know Andy had ranked this album cover kind of low hey, hold in, our, in our ranking, but man, I it's beautiful. Definitely the like album picture, album, man. I mean, that's cover beautiful. actually looks better. Uh... And it did. I was just seeing who. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah they, can, no, I just seeing the the pictures they had there. So it's the got, same pictures in the book. All right. Well, they could always take some of those pictures out, depending on. But what's, what's really cool is how they made that a Polaroid on the back. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's the CD tray right there, blown up. But the cover, I mean, it's you. It's too beautiful for words. Yeah, and I mean, it's tough to see through the video camera, but man, that is yeah, it's art right there. It pops and, better than the CD cover. And then it's when better you, than my countertop. You get here, this is a very special custom label because it's a test pressing. 
See that? Yeah. Look at look at Josh smiling. Good, you <laughs> son of a bitch! I can't believe you're dropping this on me. I got these um, two days before Christmas. They came, so um, I thought, oh, I can't wait to break this on the podcast. I ain't telling nobody about it. But wow. look at That's so. Tough. I've never seen Josh smile like that. Well, it's uh, that's uh, that's us, man. We're the ones. I'm taking credit for it. We're the ones so driving this vinyl market for Night Ranger. So that's what's going to happen is, I, I you know I'm still trying to convince Clay to come on. Clay doesn't work with this company any longer, but he hung around for the release to oversee it. Um, I I promised him, and you know before April. We'll do another touching on this thing to sell it for a record store day. Because that's what it's going to be released as in blue vinyl. Oh, wow. Blue. Blue vinyl. They should do a, like a deep blue like the sky. Well, well, I think it was advertised like as a specific blue. But yeah, this um, I'm looking on. the. I mean, you guys cannot understand the rich richness of the colors by looking at it through that, this camera thing. So um. Josh here, I'll give you one more look. There you go. It's beautiful. And here's your there's your test pressing with your custom label there. Look at that. Now, Brent, with that, did he give you any indication how many copies there would be? Um, or do we ever know that? Well, the, record uh, store day? originally said it was a thousand. Yeah, thousand copies. And so it's gonna look. I mean, this is a jacket. This is a jacket that everybody's gonna get. Um, you're just not going to get that test pressing. But yeah, Brent wins. Brent wins the day. Well, it's um, it's a fantastic piece. Um, he told me to, you know, he told me I could show him on this next episode, but to hold off on doing anything else with it until April. So, wow. so that's that. So there you go. So there thanks, Clay. We appreciate it. Oh yeah. Leading into the preview of what's coming up for 2022. Yeah, yeah like ready so, to unsubscribe from the page. Hold on. So yeah, he told me when um after I, I said he sent this to me December 8th and it sat in California. It just kept saying in the post office is in um ownership or something like that. And it sat there and sat there and sat there, and all of a sudden. Tuesday before Christmas, it ended up in Cincinnati. There was no tracking on it because we were both kind of freaking out, like, what's going on with this thing? So you're saying so, it was just sitting somewhere in California? Just somewhere in California, yeah. I Thank didn't you. realize Thank that. You. Yeah. I'll be here all night. And he told me that I was the fourth person to see this. So I thought that was pretty cool. Nice, you know, man. I'm the that fourth is... person to touch it and lay my hand, lay my eyes on it. It's That's the kind of stuff tanked. you get here. What's it, what were you saying, Josh? I said it's now been tainted. Well, <laughs> so it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It doesn't suck. Yeah, that looks really great, man. Yeah, they did a fantastic job. I cannot wait to get the record store release. Oh, yeah. You know, as well. And it, and it will be sealed, I'm sure. Yeah. So, so wow. there you go. That's all I have for that. Do we want to do any fans of motion news? I have, I, I, I jotted down a few since we're trying to um, do the, year in review yeah done bought it sure okay we're, we went ahead and we're harkening back to um this past week of course and here we have oh i can't see with my fat head in the way shannon mcwilliams 
she got a copy, a sealed copy of um, A Night in Chicago on Blu-ray. Yeah. Fantastic. Those are kind of hard to come by at a good price. The cheapest yep. I'm seeing them for, I've seen one for recently, is like 40 bucks out of Japan, but you're paying $25 shipping. Yeah. So, so Merry Christmas. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, I'm trying to remember who bought that for her. He posted it, but um, she's on the page as well. Craig we get... or Kirky or something like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's exactly right. Then we got Tammy Schmidt Allen with her fabulous popcorn can. Say like somebody did a custom can with her picture with Night Ranger. That's great. I so, mean, who doesn't love a can of popcorn? Uh, only caramel. I don't like the caramel popcorn. Now you got to get that Chicago mix, the cheddar popcorn with the caramel. Nah, nah, no, I'm, I'm into if you're cheddar. in Chicago, you go to Garrett's popcorn. You wait in line out on the sidewalk, and that's where you buy it. I remember when we were kids, and Grippo's used to make this big, Grippo's potato chips as big as Cincinnati, and they used yeah. to have these big red cans um, that you could buy potato chips in a big bag. And my dad would always buy the cheese popcorn one, which was a white yeah. can. And he'd sit there with that can between his legs and a big-ass spoon and just eat it. And I'll be like, why are you eating it with the spoon? He goes, I don't get the cheese on my fingers. <laughs> so years later, that's how I eat cheese. But I eat cheese puffs with a fork. I smack them with a fork and eat it. And because, you know, back when I used to work, people would have orange keyboards because all the, all the stuff was white. You know, the computers remember yeah. that. Yeah. And you could tell who was eating Cheetos because their <laughs> keyboards would be orange. And they got yelled at. So I started eating mine with a fork. That's kind of like the George Costanza eating the Snickers with the knife and fork. Never thought about doing that. Yeah. But I, yeah. The, the orange fingers is what's a, the pain in the butt about Cheetos. Yeah, so, I love Cheetos. So. so I started to trend at work. It's funny. because I, I walk around. I still see people doing it. And they, they'll open a little plastic fork and, and that works as well. So anyway, there's your tip of the day. My final fan's emotion is Lance Rushing, who I kind of tipped this off by accident earlier. Lance Rushing had posted this video, which the, um, title of it is kind of um clickbait yeah comes from a pissed off drummer nobody was pissed off they were just talking about sister christian in the video and i thought it was pretty cool uh but god this guy's gotta they gotta love it but they gotta be tired to talk about sister christian constantly with everybody but what why i why i chose this was is because the dude was talking about how iconic the song is and yeah. i'm like i'm so glad we did our iconic episode, episode. Yeah. and you know before this came out because then people you know we, so we were first to do the iconic stuff in, in a sense so that's my fans emotion news um everybody i wish you a happy new year so far and i hope you had a great christmas and that's all we got from this news desk back to you andy and josh take it away thanks brent thanks for that update thanks for that hot cheeto talk too mm, hey I, I, i'm i'm full of tips you know, those of you out there just curious how to get around the Cheeto fingers, um, tune in for our next podcast that we're going to do. Uh, Brent and I are going to start hot food talk. Now, for Cheetos, especially the small Josh, ones. Josh wants something to do with that one. The small ones, you know, you can eat with a spoon, big spoon. That works, too. Well, what's your thoughts on the planter's cheese balls? Same I thing? don't touch anything that is cheese and ball related. Sure you don't. I do not. That's your department. <laughs> All right. I, I love cheesy balls. Cheese boobs. Okay, we've lost it. <laughs> I do. I, 
All right, Josh, you ready to start this countdown or whatever the heck we're doing? This, this re- rewind, this year in review. Well, I reckon the highs, we, uh, the lows. Well, let's. Uh, I guess a couple of things we could talk about just reviewing 2021. And it does. It seems like the year went by quick. Yeah. But then you think back about this, like God, that seems forever ago. Um, if you remember the the beginning of the year, even in November of 20. There was a show they didn't advertise or anything in Michigan. Yep. That Brad missed. And then in January, Brad missed a couple shows uh, in um, in Sturgis. Yeah, one in Florida. Uh, well, he made the Florida ones. Um, I thought there was one he missed in Florida. Uh, eventually, there were some, but he did come back and did like when they did SeaWorld and some other places. But then, uh, you know, Brad again missed some shows. Um, so the year started out with Night Ranger being a four piece. But then when Brad came back, Carrie missed some shows. Uh, uh, Carrie is missing shows for, I think, his knee. And, and uh, Brad was missing it for, I think, his shoulder or elbow. Um, so, you know, you, that, that was kind of unique. You'd see these shows where Eric was taken over with the keyboards and everything. And, uh, and you had some interesting moments. Uh, there was the Sturgis show earlier this year where Gilby Clark of Guns N' Roses uh, filled in for Carrie. And uh, you also had the show. It was a real short notice show in July. It was one of these rock festivals and Corey Taylor from Slipknot uh, came out and joined Night Ranger. That got a lot of, a lot of press out there. Um, so uh, you know, there was, you know, some ups and downs in the uh, the live concert world. But uh, like I said, it was cool to see Gilby playing with Night Ranger and uh, Corey Taylor as well. Um, I guess if we go to the. Uh, um, you know, the Fans in Motion podcast, uh, we started a year off right with um, our first episode was probably one of my favorite episodes. Uh, Eric Levy plays his 13 favorite riffs by Fitz. Yeah. Um, if you have not watched that, it's episode 32. It's fantastic. You know, make sure you go and track that one down. And it's always cool where I'm always seeing comments, usually on the YouTube, but sometimes on Facebook, where people are just discovering this podcast for the first time. Um, so I'm sorry for you, but, uh, um, you know, um, your life is going to take a sudden turn for the worse with us entering it. Um, but we had Brandon Etheridge join us, um, who played a series of shows with Night Ranger in 2012, replacing Eric Levy while uh, he was having the uh, birth of his first child. We ranked Neverland, so we got another list of you guys Mm -hmm. being wrong. You guys, you're you're talking to the fans of motion that's listening right now, not not myself. I know. I know better than that. Yeah, your lists are always wrong, and most of the people agree. Anyway, the ones worth listening to. Uh, we had uh, David Lauser part three, uh, pretty much. Uh, I think that's one where we had Eckler join before he yep. passed and aired. 
Um, <laughs> you, so, mean, you mean this David Eckler? May he rest in peace. Rest in peace, my so, friend. Um, did a Night Ranger uh, vinyl episode, which I'll go through some of the vinyl that was released this year. But we did that in conjunction with them releasing the Colored Midnight Madness. Um, we did Tristan. We interviewed Tristan Avakian, who again played with Night Ranger over a couple series of shows throughout 2000, I think 11 and 12. Uh, I played with Trans Trans Siberian Orchestra. So, um, we did our favorite concert stories, which is a two episode thing. We yeah. If you really want to get to know a little bit about us and our history, those are probably two yeah. episodes to uh that was crazy it lasted as long as it did to be honest with you i didn't think going into that we had enough material but my goodness uh we interviewed tom shannon about music licensing and everything uh one of my personal favorites is we tracked down Britt gilmore from the original rangers which damn it i just bought a frame for that um so he was part of the country group that jack always talks about before the song yeah. night ranger uh so we got to hear the whole story of the group of the rangers which had its own cool little story yeah. um we uh we had our first breaking news we had heard the new night ranger um we'll talk a little bit more about you know that but uh and then in march we had three episodes with kelly Kagi. That was, that was, you know, that's where it really started taking off. Uh, we, we got an original member. We got all the good details of everything leading up to Dawn Patrol. Um, so probably some of our more popular episodes. Uh, the breakup years, we did that. We ranked Midnight Madness with Eric Levy. So Eric came on and we all ranked our songs. Um, Eric got to play some stuff and everything. Um, we did a Collecting Seven Wishes episode. We introduced the Night Ranger world, the fandom, to uh, Mr. Ed Repepe, the tour manager of Night Ranger, the man that uh, corrals all the craziness. So, um, uh, so that was, again, getting everybody inside that Night Ranger world. We did a Damn Yankees episode uh, where we did the first record. Mm-hmm. We uh, again took you behind the curtains and uh, uh, did an interview with Richie Russo, the drum tech and keyboard tech for Night Ranger. Um, what did we do? We said we had a, a, a one year anniversary episode. We ranked Don't Let Up, which again, everybody got to see um, how, um, how all your lives list are. Yeah. Um, yeah, you did you 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 picked something freaking crazy on that one. It was because right. you didn't you didn't like um oh what was it um yeah it's it's heavy it's heavy and then it get, then it gets poppy and I'm like oh my god you're crazy you lost it. Anyways, go back and watch the episode and figure out what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> we we created concepts for future work. Carl Davino, sound man for Night Ranger. Uh, we Carl. Oh, we did an episode. Well, kind of correlates what I'll go into, where we did uh, when we all were meeting out in the road, seeing Night Ranger. Uh, what we'll talk about here soon. We did the uh, ATBPO 
the record release. Um, we talked to Mike Braun, who does another podcast. We talked, um, we did 10 Night Ranger songs. Everybody, every Night Ranger fan should know. You guys fucked that all up. Um, He's awful confident, isn't he, Andy? And we took we took our first break, which I really enjoyed getting away from you guys. Um, what we took what two months? Yeah, seemed like it. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was initially supposed to be like four month? weeks, and then yeah, life got in the way. Dude, I life, wake, I, wake up, way I wake up and like I'd be smiling, like I don't have to talk to Brent today. That's just <laughs> like let's keep this going. But um, anyways. A uh, lot of great episodes throughout 2021. Um, the podcast is going good, going strong. Uh, but what really, I you know, got us, I mean, think about where we were at the beginning of the year. And then think about now. I mean, Brent's, you know, making his connections, getting his records. Like, I can pick this up. You know, I got all yep. my set of passes. I mean, we, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Did you guys hear that? Or is it just me? No, it's me. It's my kid. I've got to keep it up so I can keep looking and see what she needs. No, I'm not talking about the digging. Anyways, oh. um, we'll play this back and you guys will hear it. Anyways. Um, yeah, got that. Yeah. So it really kind of all kicked off when... Um, I was messaging Eric one day and we were talking and he was at the airport. I was like, well, if you're sitting next to one of the guys, you know, give him my number and, you know, let's get him on here. Next thing I know, I'm talking to Kelly Kagi. Uh, we set up our Kelly Kagi interviews in February. We released those in March. Uh, slowly but surely, you know, build up a relationship. And uh, in May, Kelly asked me to help him with, you know, his socials, which that is right when the world was starting to kind of open again. Now the vaccinations had rolled out and I had talked about flying to Houston to see the first Night Ranger show in like a year. And when that, uh, when I started doing the Kelly Kagi page, I was like, well, hell, I'm going to go down. And so that was the first time I really got to meet Ed and the crew and got to know Kelly and the guys. And um, and then within a month, I was doing the Night Ranger socials. And then the, a month or so later, doing the Jack Blade socials and getting all this, these photos for us to use for our pages and their pages. And, um, and then what really, you know, what kicked it off was, uh, I, I hate that you weren't able to make it, Andy, was so we had that houston show yep and then um i just always wanted to go to the surf ballroom out in iowa night rangers playing there so i decided to do this three day trip it was a little bit longer because i you know i threw a day on the front and the the end but uh so i went to you know uh, clear lake iowa to the surf ballroom and you know, that was where it was, you know, at this time, they're comfortable with me. We know each other. They went to a different place. And then Wabash, the next day, Brent got to sit on Kelly Kagi's drum kit. And 
iconic um, there. You know, yeah. just Jack Blades walks by. Hey, Brent, how you doing? You know, I mean, think about where the podcast started and where we we were. Uh, you know, uh, uh, just little things. Uh, it's just for a little bit, you know, surreal. You know. Um, yeah, having Jack Blades saying, "Hey, Brent Walter," is <laughs> it? It doesn't get normal, folks. It don't. It don't get normal. And it's cool that you know at the, at the Wabasha, I wasn't doing Jack's socials and we did a walkout where I filmed live, like walkout to the stage, which has, I think almost like a, almost, you know, 200,000 views. And they liked some of that stuff so much. I just remember Jack going, Josh, what do we got to do to get this going? Like his fan, his fan page. And, you know, it's just cool. You know, it's like, where, how do we get here? But, um, you know, we had the, again, Andy, you're missing out. We had the Dayton show. Where they open for sticks. You're going too quick for um, me. I'm trying to get pictures up as we're as we're doing this. No one cares about the pictures. There's there's a picture. There we go. Ah, sexy. All right, look at that. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, and then probably the you know I mean a a highlight of the year was the Danny Repepe Memorial Show in Cleveland which was the first time that I met um, Mr. Uh, Andrew there and uh, great time. We, I mean, that was, that doesn't even capture everybody that was there. No, nope. that was probably, half I, got, of them. I got another picture here. I'll find it. But um, it yeah. was, uh, it was, that's where you really saw, you know, the power of the page was just, you know you showed up to a night ranger concert and you had 30 close friends with you you know oh yeah um so uh definitely a great event uh and then i helped out the guys with nashville and and pigeon forge in october you know just with everything going on just you know helping them out just with whatever they needed so that was you know again kind of weird hey can you you know you do this or whatever and next thing i know here i am just part of the crew so uh and yeah then, that was that was the best birthday ever too and then you guys had you guys joined us at the dixon nashville show um you know signed drum heads from ed and the group and um and then you know just kind of a fluke I saw that they were playing Tampa in November and not that I was going to go see them, but I was like, I haven't been to Florida since the eighties. Yeah. And I was like, well, how does it much as even cost to fly to Florida now? So I just, you know, just typed in, I don't even think I typed in those dates, but it was like spirit airlines. It was like 60 bucks round trip. And I typed in those dates and moved it around and I got round trip tickets, 60 bucks. I'm like, hard, heck, I can- hard to beat take my kid to the beach my mom and my aunt joined us and saturday night we'll go see night ranger and ed hooked us up and um again it's weird we're just, i'm standing there holding my kid and next thing i know there's a hand on my back and it's you know it's kelly and eric hey josh and i'm talking to them next thing i know i hear jack hey josh and, and they all yeah. gather around and we get a photo and so it's just again it's surreal i'm living the dream we are all yeah. living the dream yeah uh you know, uh, and it's great. And hopefully, 
you know, all the cool shit that's out there, you know, we passed along and you guys get to see stuff, do stuff, hear about new stuff that's coming out, you know, down the pipeline, which sure is save your money guys. Um, but, um, but yeah, you know, that was, you know, kind of my, you know, thrust into the, uh, the night Ranger world to, uh, say the least. And then we had, um, you know, we could, we had a new record, the ATBPO record. Uh, but the year started off with a couple things. It started off with in late 20, we had the Dawn Patrol. Yeah. Collared vinyl. It's pretty. I think I put my opened one. I think I got my open one signed by Kelly. I think I put that in my kid's case. So I need to get a open another one. But anyways, purple vinyl, it's beautiful. This is actually hard to find. So if you can find a copy, probably for less than you know, it's odd this time last year is when I got those <coughs> from them for all of us, you know. Uh, so but this one yeah. you can still get for a decent price. So this came out in January. So this is the reissue of Midnight Madness with the light blue vinyl. So 2021 started off good. You had a couple of reissues there. And we had former member Joel Hoekstra release a solo record. And if you, like I said, if you guys you like Night Ranger, get this. You'll be happy. It's great musicians. Uh, the first CD was excellent. This CD was a good follow-up. Um, so you can't go wrong. Uh, Heart Attack is an awesome track. So go check out Joel's new record. But again, new music coming out already in 2021. Um, I'm going a little bit out of order. This was reissued on vinyl. So we had a, a reissue of this. It's the Greatest Hits Live with the blue vinyl, which I can't show you, but custom. Yeah. Um, but again, it just shows you Hey, Night Rangers, Night Rangers pressing stuff and getting stuff out. And then before I get to that, I forgot to bring it down, but I did buy this. I held off just to find it for a decent price. And I, I did. Um, see if I can. This right here. So it's an official release, and it's from the the same show, the MCA show, the home video release, mm -hmm. and, and that live record set that I have that yeah, I always talk about. Irvine Meadows. Yep. So, um, so I ordered it. It's put together well. The sound quality, it's not as good as <coughs> that, you know, whatever I, I forget what the title who is it um, westwood one westwood one uh because westwood one i mean they took they got us straight from the feed and mastered it this they say it's you know, like remastered and everything but it's remastered from the vhs you can hear at the beginning remember like it when the, the doo -doo, doo -doo, doo -doo, doo -doo, yeah is, i think it's the it's a little bit of the drums from eddie 
um, or Rain, uh, Night Ranger, one of the two uh, songs, you hear that at the beginning. So they're just remastering the VHS mix. So it's not, it's, it's good if that's all you can get. <coughs> but it cuts out all the good stuff, little nuances and stuff from the Westwood One record set. But uh, definitely worth getting. You said oh, that's an official release? Special release. So what country is that from? Japan. Uh, you sure? Yep. It just doesn't seem like Japan would do, they would, you know. If, they if, would... It, if it is, can't say it's a, can't say it's a counterfeit because it's not, count. you know, it's not trying to replace anything. So if anything, it would be a bootleg. Yeah, I bet it's a bootleg. But it's not there. There, it's It's got, it's got catalog numbers and no, there's bootleg. I got bootlegs that have catalog numbers. No, it's not like those. I got bootlegs too, but this is official. So, yeah. you know, I don't know how they're doing it. If they're, you know, I mean, if they're, I mean, officially, the product is official. Are they paying the royalties? I don't know, but they have taken it and done it right. And they did most of it right. They got the right era and the photos and shit like that. There is one big life photo that they use. Usually you'll get, you know, hey, the concert's from 1983 and all the photos are five right. years later. So they did a good job. It's got, you know, liner notes and stuff. So um, I'll show it next time. I forgot to bring it down. But like, again, you- like, like I said, there's a lot of stuff being released in 2021, the biggest of which what was the date? August 6th? That sound right? 6th or 8th. I think you're right. ATBPO was released and the band played on. And we got, what, four different vinyl releases. You got, well, if you got the, the, if you got the CD, if you got any physical copy, um, you got the extra track Savior. Mm-hmm. So if you only listen to it on streaming or digital, you don't have Savior. So if you bought the CD, you have Savior. If you bought the Japanese CD, you have Savior and the acoustic version of The Hardest Road. And then the other releases were you had the Frontiers, the record company version, which was the clear vinyl. You had four different colors of this you had the clear vinyl you had the standard stock copy which is the red vinyl that's my favorite you had the web the exclusive night ranger web store Mm -hmm. version the yellow which i think is mine my favorite and you had newberry comics which included a cool little hype sticker. And they had the blue. So you had blue four, too, that's nice. four different colored versions of the record that was released. Uh, the record got a lot of great reviews. There was a lot of buzz. I mean, it was a fun summer. I mean, we had this new record coming out, new videos, you know, um, you know, doing stuff for Night Ranger. You, you had Brent sitting behind the drum kit. Uh, Brent on um, this campaign to get it as charted as high as we could. Do we ever yeah. know how far we got it officially? 
I want to say maybe 22. That's yeah. all I was thinking. I think 22 is the last we saw. But uh, I was so disappointed because I really thought we could make a difference. But hey, that's the highest charting album they've had. I, I think we did make a difference. So I just I think we all had this dream that we would get it, push it to number top five or number one even. Uh, I was going for broke. But uh, even even little things. When I went on my baseball trip, I had breakout played at the Gloria uh, yeah. yeah. Chiefs uh, baseball stadium. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, it was a good year. 2022 is going to be even better. Brent, you know, just showed the um, just showed the uh, we're in California. We're in California record. I know of some other stuff that's in the pipeline um and small stuff and big stuff so again just put money aside that's all i'm going to say uh a lot of live shows being announced 2022 i mean from january until may they're playing almost every weekend yeah um i think we'll be at the january show right lima yeah weather permitting you know Uh, so the Lima show, um, I'd really love to go to the Bristol show the day before, but, um, but, uh, you got the Lima show in January and then, uh, I'm going to be at the, oh shit. What is it? Anderson, Anderson, Indiana. Anderson, Indiana. Those are the two that I got kind of penciled in right now, but, uh, yeah, they're playing. They got the, uh, the Key West festival. Yeah. Rock Um, Fest. They're playing, uh. You know, Billy Bob's down in Texas, and they got the 80s Rock Cruise and a few shows with Sticks. Um, so, yeah, I mean, 2022, man. It's the 40th anniversary of Dawn Patrol. Mm-hmm. Technically, 40th anniversary of the band, you know. Well, I would say the 40th anniversary of the band was... Well, but as far as them coming into an existence for the world, it's their 40th anniversary. No, that's three. when they were put on that's when they were put on the map so does kiss celebrate 72 or 74 they 70, weren't they weren't together in 72 yeah they were they formed in 73 72 you're uh, you're out of your fucking mind 72 out of your mind 72. i'm gonna i'm gonna educate you boy you're wrong this is 1972 you are wrong it's not when ace joined just nope there's three um anyways uh so night ranger formed in 1980 so um there you go uh so we're technically at 42 years of night ranger 40 years yeah but 40 it will be technically 40th like on the 35th anniversary they didn't it would have been the 37th then stop with your fuzzy math no Uh, no fuzzy math do it andy i can't remember how he does it (laughs) uh i'll I'll probably come to me when we're done (sighs) so there you go um yeah, you know, I, I, I don't think we're the only ones who had good Night Ranger years. I, I fuck, I even, I don't think about it enough as I should. But like, it was cool seeing my name in the Night Ranger record, fans in motion in the Night Ranger record. Mm-hmm. I, mean, um, I still need to take a picture and put it on, you know, my page. And but I'll get there. But uh, it was a fun. It was a year full of surprises. I mean, for I think all three of us, we didn't know. I mean, we hoped the fans in motion page would lead to what it did, 
and to see the power it had in Cleveland was just oh, phenomenal. Unlimited power. It was, it was, yeah. Unlimited power. Good. Anyway, yeah, it was so cool. I mean, like you were saying, you know, telling my memories of um, Wabash and getting to kill behind Kelly's set and Josh and I are in front of the Night Ranger banner on the stage, you know, pointing at it. And like, and I don't know if this showed up, but like I said, that right there, that submits my history in Night Ranger right there. I carry Kelly pick and it's, and there's still one we need. I remember Josh going to St. Louis and just going through them and, and bringing baggies and baggies of these things, it, you know, it just was, it was fun. It was fun for me meeting all you people out there. Um, it was like knowing everybody and meeting them for the first time, but knowing, knowing them forever. Just absolutely fantastic. I, I couldn't, I couldn't have asked for a better 2021 in the, in my night ranger world. Andy, you. Yeah. Uh, well, like Josh had brought up, um, meeting the people is, um, you know, you're, you're with, I mean, you're with thousands of people that enjoy the same music, but then you get the people that are from the page. And I mean, it's so cool to, to finally put, to, to meet the people that we see all the time and we talk about all the time on the page. Um, you know, Josh had, uh, meeting everybody in Cleveland was phenomenal for me. Cause you know, I didn't get the Wabash experience or Dayton, <laughs> uh, but it was it was awesome, and to uh, to meet Ed and shake his hand, especially at the especially at that show, was amazing. Um, got to meet Robin, who uh, has been a guest mm -hmm. on the show, um, which is so cool. Uh, I'm always fascinated with younger people that are into Night Ranger, uh, which I will mention. Uh, one a highlight for me was I went to the Rock and Pod uh, Podcast Festival down here. And I was wearing the Fans in Motion sh uh, shirt, and I've talked about it on the podcast. But just a highlight was, yeah, again, going back to the iconic issue of Brent brought up at the episode was people saw the logo. They assumed it was Night Ranger, even though it said Fans in Motion. And I'm walking through this convention of pot fellow podcasters and all yelling, hey, Night Ranger guy, hey, guy, hey, Night Ranger, come over here. And in the process of doing that, I, I, I'm standing there talking to somebody and there's a young, a young kid. I mean, he's gotta be 20 and he's going on and on about how he listened to, and the band played on all the way down from New Jersey in his car. And he loved the album. And I'm like, how is this possible? Like you're, I mean, you're 20 and that just blows my mind. And I love that, that, I mean, again, this band, I think in an era when most bands should probably stop putting out new music, Mm -hmm. I'm glad these guys are still putting out new music because it's it's great. And, you know, highlight stuff for me. I mean, I think people see it in our faces when Eric's on the show and he starts playing just iconic parts of songs and we all kind of lose our minds. And uh, oh, my name comes to mind, you know, uh, and again, talking to Kelly, it was just phenomenal and just, you know, if, if the if this goes no further than what we've accomplished now how lucky have we been at least the, uh, as hosts the three of us and yet this page you know the guys you know we know they're seeing the stuff and and josh is talking to them and 
you know, they know we exist, not just us, this, the page, this group of fans that just loves this band. And uh, I love it. And I look forward to 2022 and I look forward to bumping into people, you know, it shows. And um, I, I, Josh and I were talking the other day outside of the, of the podcast that I'm going to try to see if I can go to that Bristol show um, it's close enough that I think I could make a run over there. Just depends on my schedule. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's been awesome. Like, and again, I can't believe a year has gone by so quickly uh, This in this crazy time we're in right now. I think the podcast has been a savior for um, not just us, I think for the, for the fans of the band. And I hopefully for the band, I hope the band, uh, I hope they know that they're uh, completely loved by a handful of people. What are we up to now, Josh? I think it's like 6,500 is the last number I saw. Yeah, it's Facebook has really kind of redone stuff to where they don't really push the groups anymore. So, um, yeah, I went through my friends list the other day and re invited some people. You might have seen a handful of people pop back up or you might have approved them. Uh, I just went back through and saw the people I thought would have an interest in the page. And I think three well, or four of them jumped on. Thank how dormant the night ranger world was a year and a half ago and mm -hmm. then we then we create this page and get it going and then we get the night ranger socials going and we get jack and kelly involved and we get their socials going um and you know we get i mean think about concert dates you know we didn't know when they were and now we got them being pushed to the socials hey show this week or you know show going on sale um I mean, we've really changed the Night Ranger world when it comes to, you know, this uh, social media presence. So uh, it went from I'm the only Night Ranger dork out there to, hey, there's, there's the a other, bunch of us. There's the other dude buying those fucking records. Um, so I just remember how exciting it was when we we started this and. The night that Josh and I spoke on the phone and we hung up, I called Andy. And after I got off the phone with Andy, I was already working on the Fans of Motion logo, yeah. you know, and sending them guys shitty versions of it, you know, yeah. that were just, you know, I'm like, I'll, I'll make it better. I promise I'll make it better. Yeah. And and thank God, and you know, it worked out because you're proof, Andy, going through the uh, Rockin' Pod, yeah. you know, it, it, it fit its purpose. Well, I mean, just speaking of your logos and your artwork that I know, and everybody should know it takes print sometimes hours to do these. You, you got members of the band reaching out to us like, hey, can I get that done? I mean, that's, I, I'm sure I speak for everybody. Like I would kill to have a, a member of the band, A, reach out to me and B, ask me to design something for them. Well, like I said, I, Josh will say every now and then he'll, he'll show me like, he'll, he'll send us screenshots of his phone messages. And it's like, missed call or text message and yeah. it's like you know, it's a uh brad and kelly and eric i was like i mean think about that we start out just a bunch of guys you know we're just some guys from jersey one of my favorite stories was probably it's probably right around like the when we were going to do the fitz eric levy thing uh episode and i was at target I was at Target and um, I don't know, looking for a clock or some shit right in the back of the store. And I was like, 
And I made a mental note to myself as I'm pushing my cart. Oh, don't forget to call Eric and remind him. I'm like, okay, I'm thinking that to myself. Okay, and I'm looking at clocks and target and I'm like, all right. That message, that mental message was don't forget to call Eric Levy of Night Ranger to yeah. tell him to, you know, like, so sometimes it's just. It's a little uh, surreal. Well, I think it's... I told you, I think I, Andy, I think I told you one time I woke up, I think I went to bed early or something. Another thing, these guys are all West Coast and, you know, yeah. East Coast, but I went to bed early. I think I woke up and I was like, I had like missed call from Kelly you know, Jack, Ed, you know, something like it was like this stream of people. Well, I, a, yeah. Like they, they, it's missed calls. They're probably thinking, who is this guy? Like I'm Jack blades or whoever I'm yeah. calling him. And he doesn't answer. Yeah. Him. <laughs> I, yeah, I'll tell you that another re- reminder of one of the, uh, my highlights of the year in, in a funny way was, I think I was sleeping. And then it was a day off and I was taking a nap and you know, Sometimes, you know, I think we all do this. We check our phone and like, ah, that's that's Josh. I'll talk to him later. And his message was, give me a call. We got a ranger. And man, I came out of that bed and I'm like, holy shit. I was like, Josh, what's going on? We got like, is it Kelly is Brad. He's like, no, 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 we, no ranger. Not <laughs> settle down, Beavis. It's not night ranger. And I was, like, <laughs> it was and uh... then Brit ends up being such a fun interview, man. I was so cool find out i mean he lives here in town and he like invites me out for barbecue it's like uh, but i just remember like prioritizing like how important that message was josh i came out of the bed quickly yeah it's good stuff and we yeah. did get, eventually get a ranger um yeah so uh but yeah um and i saw on ebay someone selling a carrie kelly guitar pick with your logo was on. oh are they yeah. That Brent Walter at uh, AOL. No, no, I, 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 I don't. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> like I said, I'm. Not, I'm never going to part with these. It was. It was as generous as I try to be. When Carrie came up to me in Cleveland and handed me a stack, yeah. and we had the fans motion behind. You know, they, they, nobody even saw him. I'm over talking to Carrie Kelly, and there's ten or twenty people from fans of motion five feet away, and I come back over and I'm like looking at the pics and like, where'd you get this? I was just talking to Carrie. And so it was like, I knew I had to hand them out, but uh, I was like, oh my God, I'm like, I'm like, wait, I'm going to see what I have doubles out first. Some of you may get some, some of you may not, you know, Um, but I was able to get everybody there a pick. And I remember even towards the end of the show, I was looking back in the crowd and Ken Finley, I saw him up in the stands and I had an extra one of whatever. And I ran it up and gave it to him because, you know, like I said, we've just solidified a lot of good friendships that night um you know reflecting back what you guys were talking about yeah getting getting emails from carrie about the pick and you know hey it's you know get make make sure i'm getting ready to send it off to the printers and blah 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 you know go over it one more time i mean that's crazy seeing those emails andy i don't want to speak for you but the message that kelly did for you oh yeah yeah just fantastic those guys are just top notch I mean that's a nice nod to Josh looking out for us and yeah, I you mean know, while, while we may bust our each other's balls or cheesy balls on this podcast, I mean you know we're all really good friends and uh, Josh is a real you know he looks out for us. And, uh, yeah, Josh, I want, and, and yeah. A very, 
at a very crucial time in my life, I got an amazing text message. Uh, thanks to Josh and one Kelly Kagi himself. So, uh, which I've shown to many people and they're all like, holy shit, that's the guy saying sister Christian. I was like, yeah, yeah. Got a message from him. Iconic. You know, and as much as, <laughs> as much just Josh tries to, you know, have the bravado of being such a dick, like he's Gene Simmons and shit, like they're <laughs> e- eating his candy corn or whatever the fuck he's putting in his mouth. His brown you M&Ms. Know, we're in, um, we're in Dixon, Tennessee. Dick is an appropriate name, you know, for a town which Josh used to be in at the time. But no, he's coming up to me, hugging on me. It's my birthday. Hey, you know, we're going to do this. But, but hey, Kelly wants to talk to you after the show. Wish you happy birthday. You know, yeah. just it's cool stuff, Josh. Thanks a lot. None of that happened. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and, and, he, and as he was hugging me in Dixon, he's like, man, I wish my list were as fucking good as yours. God damn it. <laughs> Was that the quiet message he was? Uh, yeah, he, he whispered in my ear and then he asked me, gave me his room key. And I said, eh, I got to go back with my wife. I'm sorry. Well, and that that's I mean, again, it, it, hopefully we all get to go to more shows together because it is fun. Yeah. Three of us. And, um, you know, just rocking out. We all love the songs. And um, of course, Josh can maybe sometimes parlay things for us well, got, gets us the uh the drum heads which was awesome where we got uh, at least got to ed and make sure that they knew it was brent's birthday and and it's fun to you know i mean it's fun to like when you're you know helping them out doing stuff so i'm actually working and yeah carrying stuff and whatever they need but then it's fun to also you know just relax and have a show like wabash where you're just just having some beers and but wabash for me was it was incredibly surreal because we were back in that in their meeting room well wabash was a good venue i mean every well i told you guys weather dictates weather dictates the schedule do they have a show the next night all that stuff but um but what they don't what they don't know is when we were in that room and we were undoing the markers they were doing the signings for the Japanese postcard. So we saw that there. We saw the CD books. Gosh, that was what Wabash was July. So we got to see them a month before they came out. Um, it was just crazy. And, and then Ed said, hey, can you go through that box of those CD books and repackage them for me? Absolutely. Sure. Hey, and then Jack <laughs> looks you, at me. One for me. And Jack's like, what's the second verse to this song? Blah, blah, blah. I don't know. And so Josh and I are trying to get on the computer to write the lyrics out for Jack. So because they're rehearsing, I'm bringing on home to yeah, me. New songs, yeah. And um, it's just, you'd never, your 13 year old self never thought you'd be doing something like that in a room in a band. Just, you know, they're not telling you to fuck off, go away. You're bothering me, kid, you know. Well, it's and it's fun. Well, probably too. quietly they say that. Yeah, no. the, the uh, suckers. Little, like, <laughs> a little, a little things like I, I don't, like I don't think about, and I should, you know, is uh, so like when I was helping them at uh, Pigeon Forge on the Monsters on the Mountain, uh, you know, whatever I was helping them with, I'm done. I'm like, all right, you know, I'm gonna go get some beers, watch John Karabi a little bit, and I get a text from Eric. He's like, hey, what are you doing? Like drinking a beer, watching John Karabi. I was like, "You free?" You know, I know a little bit of the, you know, I know the schedule. I know you, you know. He's like, "Yeah." I was like, "Well, dude, I'll walk back over and, you know." So I walked back, went to the dressing room. We grabbed a couple more beers, and so me and Eric are out watching kicks a little bit. Um, 
we went out to the merch stand to see if any other fans of motion weren't there. There weren't. So that's the picture of me and Eric. Yeah. You know, but you know, it's just weird. Just, you know, Hey, I'm, I'm meeting my buddy, Eric. And I got to stop like, no, this is Eric from, and it's easy to can, to separate the two because Eric before the show is, doesn't look anything like Eric when he's got his battle uniform on yeah. for the show. So it's, you know, it's always, it's always easy to kind of separate, but uh, yeah. And you know, that's the cool thing is just, uh, you know, we can call some of these guys our friends and uh, you know, I mean, how great is that? Uh, you know, it's all good, man. It's all good. Really. The only good thing is I got to deal with you assholes. Hey. Yeah. So, uh, but Eric is a real deal. Eric Levy is the real deal. He, he is, is when he's on this show and talking, that's exactly the guy that he is, you know, and well, it just doesn't get old walking into a sound check and there he's seeing you from distance and he's playing keyboards waving, you know, <laughs> that, that's Eric. It's so cool. So do us a favor. Um, just on the YouTube and I, I apologize. I try to get to the YouTube comments and I'm just behind on everything, but um, you know, leave it, you know, leave a message on YouTube leave a message on the Facebook page and, uh, you know, let us know what, you know, what was your highlights for 2021? Was it a new record? Was it getting to meet me? Um, was it, uh, it was, it was watching your face when I held that up. Yeah, it's all right. That um, was one of my highlights. Yeah. We'll whatever. See. Yeah. Just a, ma a matter of time. And we'll have eight of those in that yeah. show. So, <laughs> you know, it's cool to see, but you know, in 30 years we're all going to be taking dirt naps and it's not going to matter that's uh, like this like i'm excited to get this i'm wondering like in 30 years where's this going to be like my like kids your son gonna care yeah, he's like yeah this is a cool what is, is it god my dad was a nerd let's watch that <laughs> i got a japanese miniature frisbee yeah you know so i want to uh, before we get out of here too much um i forgot another highlight that i just i was sitting there thinking about um you know, the beauty of this page is we, we get friendly with some of the, the people we've, we've, we chat with them and uh, our friend from across the pond, Mark Greenway, his complete joy of listening to and the band play it on and his when he started barraging the page with I'm up, it's 2 a.m. here in England. I'm in my backyard, <laughs> you know, yeah, and, I'm uh, in my garden. I got so much laughter and joy out of his his complete uh, it took us back to like when I think when Brent and I were young, I mean, that's, we would get so excited about an album coming out and we would listen to it and we would talk about, it. I mean, we were basically doing what we're doing now in 83. We had long phone cords on our phones and we would stretch them around the corner and, and, but I just want to say that's another, uh, it's a, it's a joy that this, this interweb world gives us is uh, meeting people from around the world. And, uh, you know, I'll say this as a probably winding this thing down. Well, I'm not a religious person at all, but I do feel that I am a blessed person for just what we have here as friendship, as a, as a community of fans that love a band. And, and it speaks volumes about how their music still today touches people and makes it moves you, whether it moves you to dance, whether it moves you to tears, it is the power of music and not just night ranger music, but in this particular case night ranger music and uh 
I, I just, and, and I've had a great year in spite of how this year has gone and, and under this, this crazy pandemic nonsense that's going on here. And I don't mean that to dismiss, it, I'm just saying it's, it's maddening. I still feel blessed. You know, we're all still relatively healthy and we have this incredible group of people that we call friends in motion uh, who keep us going. As, as, as Mark would say to you, Andy, your top shelf. That was very top shelf. Your top shelf. That was off the cuff, too. Yeah. You can probably tell. So uh, there you go, Josh. I'll yield the floor to the man from uh, middle Ohio. Let me just take us out there, Andrew. Well, thank you, everybody. Uh, if you've watched or shared it or told anybody and you've listened to us, Josh is showing you right there. You want to check us out on Apple Podcasts, YouTube specifically, because it's it's a great if you like watching this thing. Um, Spotify, iHeartRadio. It's so cool. I mean, again, I, I was in California and I was talking to a guy about our podcast. And he's like, what's it about? And I said, Night Ranger. I showed him, we gave him one of our cards. He freaking loved it. And he's like, I know Sister Christian. I was like, great. <laughs> check out the rest of their music. But um yeah, once again, I mean, if you're watching, listening, spread the word. Tell a friend, get one person to, to – if everybody gets one person, this thing just keeps going and keeps getting bigger. Uh, Brent, you have anything you want to add to this on the way out? No, I just want to say Merry New Year to all of you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for posting on the page. Thank you for, you know, being all of our friends. It's fantastic. And then, you know, if you – act crazy or do something fun or get some crazy um rare merch you too could be a highlight next year yeah so fun year hopefully we'll have some kind of uh different products or merch ourselves coming yeah. out maybe we'll figure out something josh you got anything to say goodbye brent you got something to say i wanted to say to you to both of you thank you for another great year always horns up josh See y'all next year, yo. Yeah, you're welcome. Get that voice <laughs> under control there, Nick Nolte. Later. Bye, everybody. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs>